You're back. That's so wonderful that you can join us again. Thank you for returning to the Rain City Jerks Podcast. With the words go deep into your ear, meld with your brain. Let them become a part of you. Let them entwine with your soul. You're with family now. You're one of us, the Rain City Jerks. We love you. We love you. We love you. I'll cut that part out. No, uh, leave it in, man. Okay. That's what the people want. That's what they want. They want it raw and real. Yeah. And then we're going to give it to them. On the couch today, the audience can't see this, but the guest sits on the couch. On the couch today... I just want to also let the audience know that Jack sits in a swivel office chair. Looks pretty comfortable. It's deceptively not comfortable. No, it looks very uncomfortable. It's actually... I like it. I, it, I have grown comfortable to it, but I don't like my guest sitting in it because, mm. like... You can feel this like hump here. My cousin gave it to me, and he's a very large man, and he like compressed the shit out of it basically. And I just haven't bought a new one. Is he is he big or fat or both big and fat? Uh, I don't know if fat is the right word. He's okay. almost seven feet tall. Ah, oh, right, right. And, so just and most of that is his upper body. So yeah. the weight really pushes down. Yeah. He's only one feet below the waist, six <laughs> feet above. He's like a reverse giraffe. He, Yeah, he's almost seven feet tall, and he is definitely a big-bellied guy. Okay. But I, I don't know if I'd call him fat. Did he play basketball? Definitely not. Definitely not. I bet he got sick of people asking him that growing up. Probably. Probably. He's like, I'm a jockey. I ride horses. He does computer stuff. He was into rugby for a little bit. Okay. He should have given us some of that height if he wasn't going to use it. I want to dunk. A couple inches on my shins. I dunked once in my life. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was 16. We'd been doing training with like a plyometric vest and... Eric Antis can back me up on this. He saw me elevate and throw down on a regulation rim. And it's been all downhill from there. You know, I definitely peaked at that moment. That's amazing. I'm still chasing that dragon. The dunk dragon. The dunk dragon. And if I'm the audience now, I'm like, well, where does Jay Markowitz sit? Now you heard me try to pronounce your last name just in crystal quality. It works, dog. Just just so long as it sounds... uh. Uh, requisitely Jewy. Jay, uh, Jay always sits in my uh, maybe faux leather chair, probably faux leather chair. Uh, I'm insecure, so I need to sit in a throne. It's a it's a comfy chair I got for sixty dollars off of uh, wow. Offer Up. What a deal! It's a deal. The guy brought it to my house, offered it up. Yeah, Offer Up. Check us out. And that's OfferUp.com promo code. Speaking of promo codes, stickers are in, listeners. We got our stickers. Stickers are in. I feel like I have to describe what Timmy is sitting in now. He's sitting in a tiger print futon couch uh-huh. surrounded by floral cushions. Uh, and Timmy is wearing full-on Charlotte Hornet swag. He's representing hard. Yeah. Yeah, I got... The jewel of the southeast. I got lamello ball shoes on. I got sweatpants that say hornets on the butt. There was a point in time when Charlotte Horn maybe I don't know maybe you can relate to this I'm not sure I I grew up in Alabama and there was a time where Charlotte Hornets starter jackets and track pants and all that kind of stuff uh 
was a big deal. It was a big deal. And uh, there was always a cool logo, an angry hornet. Yeah. And then the cool colors, purple and green. Uh, did you feel pride going other places as a child, knowing that your town was represented so swaggly? I wasn't super into basketball back then, but I do know the Hornets were the number one team in the 90s in the NBA, most oh, popular. Yeah. Um, Didn't Charles Barkley play for them? I have no idea. No, I have I no fucking idea. I mean, you, I could be wrong, but he might have played for like a minute. But Muggsy Bogues, definitely. He was big. They were really big in the uh, NBA Jam era. Yeah. Uh-huh. They were super overpowered at NBA Jam. Yeah, they had uh, Muggsy Bogues. Alonzo. Alonzo Mourning. And who was who was the guy? He had the alt, uh, alter ego uh, Grandmama. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. What's his name? Larry. Larry, Larry Charles. Larry Charles. Jr. Oh, that's one of the writers for uh, Seinfeld. I, I, I got to take all this gear off now that I can't name that guy. Ah, uh, well, you got Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, it's the important one. I I thought uh, Charles Barkley was on the team. I I'm not definitely not allowed to wear it. Yeah, take yours off too. We didn't mention it, but Jack is wearing full. He's got sweatpants with Charlotte Hornets on the butt. Jack is well. wearing the Charlotte Hornets mascot costume. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take it off. Sting. You know what? It is very comfortable. Uh, it breathes a lot better than you might expect. And you get a lot more hugs on the street. Yeah. It's got a special feature where you can just pee in it. For sure. And it, it comes out your stinger. <laughs> Every garment has that feature, if you're brave enough. Uh, we have a, a bit of business again. Uh-oh. Uh, we, were, we were paid to uh, roast uh, the guy I got into it with on the Instagram comments. Oh, Green Lake Dork? Green Lake Dork. Uh, so for a bit of backstory for, for Timmy and other listeners, uh, Jack is an aggressive roller skater. He will go to the Green Lake Trail around Green Lake in Seattle and just tear around it. And there's recently... Really, been, yeah, really yeah, fast. Yeah, just really fast, really aggressively. Uh, but there's been recent legislation that bars any sort of wheeled transport around except that baby green carriages. lake trail except baby carriages the bane of my existence so wait so 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 moms can still jog with like a double wide stroller and a double wide ass fucking a man if you could somehow make the skates to be able to carry babies in them could you skate uh absolutely if no all right i guess theoretically i'm looking for a picture so we can get this guy's screen name um i guess Theoretically, yes, right? Like, if uh, I was pushing a... If I was pushing a baby stroller while roller skating, who's going to say shit? Who's going to say shit to that? It would, have to be, it would have to be your baby, though, which <clears throat> might get complicated. All right, screen name is... I'm not going to spell it, because I'm not going to whatever, but like, I'm not going to spell it, but it's Derek TBD. Derek TBD, I hate your sense of fashion... I hate your opinions on things. Uh, you make stupid faces in your Instagram photos. Uh, I wouldn't hit you because that would be considered a hate crime. But like, I think about it. You got a very. I still. I feel like I didn't have enough context here. You got. You <laughs> Jack got a, skates fast oh, around the oh, roller. You got a, so, you got so, a very, very punchable face, my friend. It, so Derek J- hasn't even come up with a screen name yet. J- Jack got into it on was it Instagram? Instagram. Instagram yeah. comments with Seattle, somebody who who was like, "Yes, this is a good idea to restrict these wheeled vehicles." And then Jack and several other people dogpiled on him, calling him uh, a big nerd. Yeah. 
Uh, if we're roasting this guy for money, I got to say Derek TBD. What's that stand for? Derek the Big Douche. The Big Douche. The Big Douche. Oh, fucking roasted. Oh, How are man. you getting paid for this? Uh, well, our listeners know that if you Venmo me money, we will make fun of or praise. That is yeah. an option. We'll I mean, say anything. That is an option, but you can pay us uh, for that. The roast that you just heard of Derek TBD, we were paid $5. And that's the kind of quality you get on this show. Venmo me money, and we will make fun of or praise whoever you want. Well, that's that's a good deal. Yeah. Um, Timmy, maybe you can help weigh in on this. We've gotten several submissions also for what our fans should be called. We've got Jerkwads, the Jerksters, Jerk Babies. That was submitted by my friend April. Uh, that's kind of my favorite one, Jerk Babies. Jerk Babies is kind of nice. Jerk chickens. Uh, jerk chickens. There's a few more. I, I should have actually. Jerk offs. Com- jerk offs. Yeah. I should have compiled an actual list. There was like several. But I think, I mean, for me personally, jerk babies is like. Uh, Collectively, you could call them the jerk circle. Jerkers? The jerk circle, yeah. The jerk circle. That's pretty like, good. Like, hop in the jerk circle. When we do a live show, you'll, be, you'll come to the jerk circle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the grand jerk circle. The jerkins? Mm hmm. Little little pickles, jerkies, the beef jerkies, jerky boys. There's a, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of names, but we got stickers, and you can you can get those by uh, jerk skateers messaging one of us. Yeah, I think it's going to be jerk babies. Jerk babies is good. That's merchable. You can make some good merch with jerk. It babies. is jerk merch. Jerk you make like merch. little little onesies to put a baby uh, in. Yeah, yeah. In a stroller that you could push around green like exactly. All day long. Oh man, yeah. Derek would be so mad if he saw like our face on a baby buggy. Can we get you to go roller skating? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Like, how's your? How's does your... it have to be at Green Lake or no? Where? It could be wherever. We can yeah. do it at the mic on Monday at the yeah. Southgate Roller Rink. I skate. I skate. I'm, I'm cool. Jay refuses to. I'm very protective of my body. You're, yeah, you have a ho- a hot, taller height to fall from. It's true. Did, if there anything went wrong, I do love seeing Ever other people it. fall at the roller rink, though. Sometimes people fucking eat it. Oh, dude, people people go down hard. The last time I did, I skated at the roller rink one time on Monday on a Monday, but the skates I got were not good. That happens sometimes. Yeah, the wheel wasn't spinning. Yeah, bad bearing. Mm-hmm. I got that shopping cart one time. Yeah. Imagine that, but put on your you. foot, put <laughs> yeah. on your feet. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've used the bathroom in the roller rink section of the roller rink, but they've got a lovely trough to piss in. Yeah, yeah. And you got to imagine you're pissing in this trough, most likely on roller skates. So you're kind of like moving around while you're peeing next to like some other guy on roller skates. It's like a carnival game, kind of. Yeah. Why is it so satisfying when someone like fills one of those troughs with ice and you get to piss in it? I think it's the sound, maybe the the steam a little bit. I think I think that's the male privilege that I enjoy the most is pissing into a trough urinal full of ice. There's a bar near the the Mariners Stadium, T Mobile Park, and it's a sports bar, but everyone who works there is like a butch lesbian. Okay. And you go to the bathroom, and there's one of those troughs, and there's always ice in it. Love it's it. amazing. And I, lo- I love the ice. Yeah. And they have peanuts you can throw on the floor. It's all chaos. Wow. It's wow. Perfect. Ice and peanuts. Yeah. Uh, it's a relic. Now, do you want cubed ice, crushed ice? 
I think the kind of ice that's like a cylinder with a hole in the middle. Ooh. You know? Okay. Because then you can try to aim your stream through the and hole. melt it internally. Yeah. yeah. If they don't want to keep refilling the ice, they could put like risky, whiskey rocks. <laughs> like those stones you put oh, in whiskey. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like the giant orb ice cubes. Oh, yeah. You can ponder them while you that's melt them That's for a really piss. fancy bar with a trough. <laughs> It's like a four-star hotels. <laughs> Got like a clawfoot trough yeah. with Full gold gold balls. filigree. That's where I want to pee. Yeah. You got to pee in fancy places if you can. I mean, I just piss whenever I see filigree, so it's really helpful. I think <sighs> the male privilege I enjoy most is... Uh, well, you know, I'll, I'll I'll take it back. I'll just take it right back. Is roller skating around Green Lake, uh, both headphones in, uh, at night, in the dark, uh, on drugs. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't worry. I've had the thought that like, I'm worried there's a werewolf up there. Yeah. <laughs> on I was I was blasting around Green Lake. Uh, this is like about last summer, uh, wearing a cape. Uh, a couple hits of acid, just sweating my ass off. It's the greatest feeling on earth. And I wasn't worried about potential muggers or anybody like that. I was like, what if there's a werewolf up there? And then like, I got that sensation where uh, maybe you can relate. You're in a pool, like, sure. like you know, an in-ground pool. It doesn't even have to be in the ground. It could be an above ground, but like an in-ground pool. Maybe you're, maybe it's a night and you're swimming and, uh, you get the feeling that there is now a shark in the pool, and you, ha- and you have to just like immediately Da-na. leave the pool. Does it ever happen to you? Donna, 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 Okay. I I, I I can be more logical about that. Like, oh, the shark's not going to survive in this chlorine. <laughs> Why? <laughs> if if I'm in like a Florida pool. Then I'll be afraid of a gator, sure, crawling in, or maybe You've an never anaconda. Had, like, just like the irrational fear of like that 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 simian part of your brain, just like there's something underneath me, and I'm in the water. I need to get out. Of the- no, no, I'm, I mean not in like a not in a pool. Okay, like I've been in a lake before and been like, mm. oh, what's in this lake? Yeah, alligator gars at least. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, lake fear is real. I've experienced it in a pool, you know, as a child. But like, I, it's the same same feeling. Where like you're swimming across a river. Sure. And then you're just like, God, I hope a turtle's not right here. No, when I was in a pool, the only fear that I had was my friend's older brother, because mm. they would like wait by the sides to blast you in the face with a super soaker. Oh yeah. Fully charged. Fully charged. Fully charged, and like they had the one that you had to hook up to the hose. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking beast. Right in the face. Right in the pow. Right in the kisser. I did have the. Uh, is I think it's called like thessalophobia or something like that. The fear of the depths. Or, yeah. I like went to Hawaii with my family and we were snorkeling, and my wife was there and we saw like dolphins like way out and we saw people out there with the dolphins, which it's now illegal, but at the time it was legal to swim out there. So we're like, let's go, and then we start going, and then like the coral fades away and it's just blackness for like. A football field, it felt yeah. like, and I was, I was just like holding my wife's hand, just like, God, why am I doing this? It was, it was a horrible yeah, feeling. Anything could be in there. Yeah, no, everything is in there. Yeah, yeah. I saw a video Guarantee. the other day of uh, a seagull sitting on the water. Okay, and just out of nowhere, a great white just comes up and munches on it. 
That's like one peanut for a great white shark. Yeah. It was, you know, that's the equivalent of eating one chicken wing. Yeah. It's good. It's an easy meal. What else are you afraid of, Timmy? Oh, God. Great depths in the water. Yeah. Loneliness. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I'm being serious, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I've had that feeling, you know, when I was younger being in the house like running downstairs after you turn the light off Mm -hmm. upstairs and then you're like sprinting because then i mean that's no more illogical than a shark at a pool but the boogie monster yeah just someone's up there now that you turn the lights off yeah do you believe in ghosts i don't my wife does but uh yeah i don't think i do it's like i don't know do you believe in astrology uh no no what do you believe in more, ghosts or astrology? I would say astrology. I believe in astrology more. Okay. What? Why? Why? Why is astrology more credible than ghosts? See, and now I'm getting into anecdotal things because you're like, oh, ghosts. People say they've seen it, but there's no like proof. But uh, but people have seen the moon. Yeah. Yeah. And stars. And but stars. I I don't know. Growing up, I always realized, like, felt like all my friends I noticed were like born around the same time, like late late summer around the time I was born. And I always thought it might be because they're, like, younger going into school. Okay. And so that changes their personality a little. They have to be, like, they're, like, smaller on average. They're mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're having to develop a personality, to, a more defensive personality. I don't know. What were you like in school? Uh, very quiet. Very yeah. quiet? Yeah. Did you use uh, humor as a bargaining chip? I would always be the guy that was just, like, sitting in a conversation and listening and, like, waiting for, like, a funny line to say. To drop the hammer, yeah. And then I would say it very quietly, and someone would hear it and then repeat it louder. You were a joke writer. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, and that was, like, the worst feeling in the world when people would laugh at that doofus that just repeated what I said. That fucking doofus. Because it could have been you? Yeah. Okay. But I was, yeah, no citation, you know? They're not like, well, give that up. So now if I ever accidentally do that, I was like, you know. Actually, I said that. (laughs) Pause the conversation. Like, actually, this person. So I like to credit Derek TBD. Yeah. With that zinger. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. Looking back, I think I kind of had ADHD and stuff in school, but. How How old are you? I'm 32. 32, okay. So it, it, it was kind of being diagnosed yeah. at that time. But yeah, my parents didn't want anything to do with like psychology or anything like that. So Yeah. they had. I was having like real anxiety problems and they got me baptized. They're like, oh, you should go <laughs> to the preacher. We Probably just him. gave you more anxiety. Did you grow up really religious? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we used to go to Stokesville Christian Church, Disciples of Christ. Uh, like four, three or four times a week. Three or four times Jesus. a week. Yeah. What is, what denomination of uh, Christian is that? It's uh. So there's the Baptist and the Methodist. I kind of looked up the history of this, and it, it's a Southern founded kind of in that vein. That's smaller and like less like st- they don't like draw as big of a line because like right. the Baptist and Methodist like degree disagree about like certain things, but they don't. But uh, did you? ever did you buy it when you were a kid oh yeah yeah i had like ter- terrible like ocd and then yeah so the whole baptist thing we baptism started to go to sunday school all the time started hearing about like revelations 
Oh yeah. And then so like my anxiety kind of transferred onto that, and like <laughs> I was like I have to pray every night and have to say these certain things so I don't like die and go to hell. You, you were know? like the perfect Baptist. Yeah. Yeah. And then then at what age did you start to spit it out? Um, I I don't probably college time. I'd okay. Say. Once and it's just like, I don't know. We liked, me and my brother liked going to church for like the social, the fun stuff. We would go mountain biking with our like youth pastor. Were you in the choir? No. <laughs> my dad sings at church, but n- never me, no. I used to, my family uh, didn't really go to church, but my friend's family did. And we went to a Methodist church and uh, I would go with them every Sunday just to be in the choir. <laughs> I just really wanted to be in the choir. You like didn't care what the song was. Or no, just like... I just liked hanging out, getting the attention, uh, singing. Then we got Dairy Queen afterwards. Oh, sweet! Yeah, yeah, I love organ music. Yeah, it was the songs weren't bad. I, I could not remember them now, but I remember being pretty psyched on them. Honestly, go tell it on the mountain. And so, like, yeah, I, I mean, I've dug into like my family history a little bit. Like, my dad would always talk about I re like. I was working on a project at work that involved NASCAR, and I, like, had this memory that, like, didn't my dad say that my great-great-grandfather was, like, a moonshiner and who became a preacher? And I was like, is that true? He's like, yeah, that was Willie Booth. Uh, <laughs> and we used to hike at the state park, which used to not be a state park in the 30s. It was just a mountain trail. And he would, like, go up there, and he had a still when he was, like, 18 or something and would make, like, moonshine. And then eventually he uh, like repented or and became a primitive Baptist preacher hmm. at like three different churches he would go around to. What is a, what is a primitive Baptist preacher? So those split off from the Baptists. They had a, a more they wanted to view themselves as more tr- like historic historically accurate Baptists or something. Okay, but I was looking it up. There was a primitive Baptist preacher who would only would not preach at churches that had sober people, like people that have were teetotalers. Yeah. So I think that was part of it because there was a split off during prohibition of like people who wanted to ban alcohol and that a lot of them were Baptists and primitive Baptists were like, no, there's alcohol in the Bible or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah. So my great grandfather went from being someone who ran moonshine to being someone who wouldn't preach to anyone that was anti drinking. You know, it's, I don't know. I'd love to know the story of that. Like if you bought into the philosophy of like, because he's like, no, well, that caused me to break the law or whatever because you banned alcohol. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I can see them taking a stand against that kind of really harsh moral absolutism. Yeah. It's like, bro, come on, it's fun. <laughs> just just, just knock a couple cold ones back. Something else I read about primitive Baptists, I, did, I went in a rabbit hole. They had something, I can't remember what it's called, but it would be a night where they wanted pe- primitive Baptists to marry other primitive Baptists. To make more primitive Baptists. Yeah. But they really disapproved of like you know premarital sex or anything like that so they they would it was considered a very like fun night they would take couples like young women and men and like strap them like to a pad i guess sitting okay. next to each other and they had like a chaperone and they would they would be there like all night just like strapped to this pad and that was like how they would meet other <laughs> primitive fantasies <laughs> And they'd, like, wheel them around? I think they just were in one place. And, huh. like, they would probably fall asleep eventually, but it was, like, very, like, I don't know, scandalous. So oh. they would just, like, say sexy things to each I other? Guess. yeah. Like. It reminds me of one of those. Have you ever seen the anti-masturbation cross? No. So, like, 
I guess, for uh, fundamentalist religious parents who don't want their children to, uh, you know, abuse their bodies, let's say, with masturbation. Uh, it's this cross, and you can strap the kid down to the cross so that they can't touch themselves. It, sound, it sounds horrific. It sounds like there's easier ways to deal yeah. with that. Just let the kid touch itself. <laughs> it sounds like a literal crucifixion. Yeah. Like, gonna... I mean, that's why they put Jesus up there. He just couldn't stop jerking it. <laughs> They're like, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Slow down already. All right. That's fun. Are your parents still super religious? Do they still go to church four times a week? No. And, like, four times a week would be, like, the max. Like, we'd go to, like, youth group that, like, I don't know. Anyway, they, uh, my dad still, like, sings in the choir, I think, and they'll go, they don't go every week, but they go most weeks. I haven't been in, like, years, but I, I would think, I do think it would be fun to bring my wife to, like, our 100-person church sometime, but it's just never worked out yet, but. Because she's never been to anything like that? No, yeah. She's from Long Island. She's like a Catholic. She went to like a like a thousand person church or whatever. Ah, so to come, church. come to my like hometown, I, I would love to see her react. Because like they're, at one point they're like, all right, shake a hand, hug a neck. And then everyone just like comes around and hugs you like all these old uh-huh. Southern women. <laughs> I, I always thought that was such a weird expression growing up was hug, like come over here and hug my neck. Like. <laughs> I've never heard that. Really? What, what is that? It just means it's an Jew, old, Jews didn't do that. It's just an old lady telling you to give her a hug, which is like, hug my neck. Hug my neck before you go. Hug my neck. <laughs> That's not my neck. <laughs> also, hugging my thigh. I was in my early 20s when I realized that, like, old women are just as creepy as old men, but nobody cares because, yeah. like, they're not as much of a threat. But, like, so many older women in my childhood were like, like, well, boy, you you's getting big. Let me see them muscles. Let me feel that. So they just wanted to feel young flesh. Like, yeah. if, if an older dude was like, wow, you're getting tits. Let me feel those. Like, that would be super weird. But like, they would elect that man president. Is maybe, yeah. yeah. But, like. Let me feel that crotch. Yeah. I don't know. Old women were always, <laughs> like, trying Feeling to, like, ripe. touch me and, like, I don't know. It's like. I mean, I think you can just take off the, 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 the qualifier of old and well, just say women are just as much of creeps as men. Sure. They're just not as much of a threat. Right. Women are creepy. Women be creeping. Women be creeping. Succubi. Uh, How long have you been Vampirella. married, Uh Three years. Three years. Okay. okay. How long have you been together total? Like 12 years. Okay. How'd you guys meet? Let's get into the backstory of Lauren <laughs> and Timmy. Uh, I was going to UNC Wilmington. Um and she was going there from New York doing marine science. I was doing film studies. I did comedy the first time, sophomore year. Because freshman year, I had seen they had a comedy competition. And everyone was bad. And I was like, the prize is like $100. So I wrote jokes for a whole year. I did the contest. I won. I was, wow. And she was in the audience, but I was dating someone at the time. So that was the first time she saw me. She had looked me up on Facebook. But then... I started seeing her outside my friend's apartment junior year, and then we had a lot of friends in common. We ended up at a party together. I was like, hey, I keep seeing you outside my friend's apartment. I don't know what I said. <laughs> but then, so she, I already had like a leg up that she had seen me before and knew that I was funny, I guess. Uh, and then, yeah, we started, it was like at a prom party my friends threw. Like, 
a fake prom party. They had a band and stuff. It was, oh, it's like a college prom? Yeah. But okay. It was like the theme was prom just as a joke. Gotcha. Uh, I was not dressed up in prom clothes. My might have had a button-down shirt or something. And then we started hanging out a bit, and then we didn't... Uh, uh, she didn't want to date me. I, I like, asked her, then she was like, nah. And so <laughs> I like stopped talking to her for a while, went to England for, uh, for an internship, and then we were like mailing each other letters. Wow, how romantic. Yeah, and then I came back, and she was like putting hearts on the letters and stuff, so I was like, oh, okay, okay, maybe we could... Maybe I could try again. Nice. Uh, and then we were basically dating, but I was like, well, I, like, I was like, try to play hard to get, like, in the reverse, you know? Sure. Because I knew, like, she was into me finally or whatever. Uh, and so I was like, well, we need a couple pictures for Facebook, you know, when we rela- announce our relationship <laughs> status. And we don't have any pictures together. So her friends just started taking pictures of us, like, everywhere. Okay. And then we finally, yeah. We're Facebook official, you know, which yeah. was the ultimate. That in two thousand, uh, Get, getting married 10. twelve years later was just a formality. Yeah, what were you doing in England? How, where were you in England? I was in Bristol for two months for an internship at a film journal's publication company. Wow! And they gave me a free place to stay. They didn't pay me, but I could like bus into the town. And I was twenty, and the drinking age there is like eighteen, so I was just getting drunk on like craft cider which was a huge like they like make their own cider a lot there in bristol yeah okay southeast southwest of england are cider makers they grow apples and stuff interesting all right uh, how was the cider yeah yeah it was amazing we actually went back my friend got married in scotland recently and we we had all this time in england we were supposed to go to paris but we weren't allowed to because of covid and uh, we went back to bristol so i was like i got to revisit like 10 years later it was cool. I got to do some comedy. Anything uh, crazy ever happened when you were there? I mean, two months isn't very long, but like long enough for some funny stories. Yeah, I mean, I remember the first time I was like getting drunk on a Friday. There, this guy's like, "I'm out looking for birds, like ladies." And she's like, "You want some cocaine?" I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna get it." I was like frightened, but uh, he was he just like whipped out some coke on the street. Um, and I met these guys at a real estate concert. On this, they have a venue there called the Thekla, which is a boat, because the river like runs through the town. And I like was h- hanging out with the band because I was like American. I was like, "Oh, I came here to see you guys from America." And they're like, "Really?" And I was like, "Nah, <laughs> nah." But I'm here. But yeah, so we hug out, and then I met these guys because the band was trying to find weed, and these guys were like, "We can get you guys weed." And then the band just left, and then they left like us in the parking lot. They like became my really good friends, and we were like, "Did they ever? Around. Did they ever get you weed?" Um, I, they, I don't, they didn't get me weed, but, uh, I, I almost did ketamine with them, but this <laughs> is the, I guess the craziest things that happened were me almost doing drugs, but not actually. Okay. You get any birds over there? <laughs> oh, well, I was like, not really. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to go too. All right. Oh, All right. Oh. Yeah. 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 Elicit, I don't want to go Timmy's too. Timmy's illicit past. It was, like, weird because I was, like, you know, writing la- back and forth with Lauren, you know, early on. Some d- deep history. Gotcha. <laughs> you writing poems? No. Just probably, yeah. like, jokes. And you stuff. guys did it the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Those letters are probably somewhere. I would uh, hope so. I've, I've kept most written correspondences to me. I have them in a box somewhere. 
I like yeah. keeping that. Letters are fun. Yeah, I like keeping that stuff. I don't write enough letters. You should write prison people. Mm. They're desperate for letters. They love them. <clears throat> you can write Put men, a file women. in the letter. Yeah, you can write anybody you want. A buddy of mine, he's in prison. I've been meaning to write him a letter for like six years. What's he in prison for? Killed a man mm. in Louisiana. Yeah, that's a good place to kill a man. Yeah. Uh, it's a long story, but this guy was just like continually fucking. I read the police report and everything. Yeah. And this guy was just like fucking with him and just like he snapped one day and just like shot the dude. But this guy just kept fucking with him for like months and months and months. Yeah. Sounds like he got what was coming. Yeah. And now he's dead and Aaron's in jail. Forever? Or is he going to get let I think out? He's, I think it's forever. Oof. And so, uh, yeah, I've been meaning to write him a letter for like six years, but. I you can't. got time. You got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Partially because I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say. You know, <laughs> like, so what's it like in prison? Uh, I've, I've been, I was on the East Coast and then I'm now living on the West Coast. I'm doing shows. Comedy. Like, Send us some stickers yeah. for the podcast that, can they listen to podcasts in jail? No idea. Cool. Probably not. But maybe. I don't know how you would. Send him like an old like iPod Nano loaded up. I, I guess you could put like maybe one podcast on there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I really have no idea. Uh, prison seems awful. Uh, you don't get podcasts. No. You don't get That's the, the worst part. You don't get the internet. If you could have the internet in jail, it really wouldn't be that bad, right? I, I think you might be able to get the internet in jail. Is it, it's got to be limited. You probably can't get on Facebook and be in jail, right? No, probably not. Yeah. It's probably like library internet. Yeah, exactly. It's Can like, you do like Zoom comedy shows from jail? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I feel, like, I feel like maybe this is the platform we should tackle this social issue. But uh, let's get prisoners in the internet. You know, they need Facebook too. The prisoner net. Let them in. They might be physically locked away, but let them troll people too. Let, let. That, you know, like all a, right, maybe that's what we should do. Russia's got their troll farms. We don't really make like how many prisoners are making license plates and like whatever anymore. We need our own prison, right? We need prison troll farms. Who's a better scammer than someone in the pen? Yeah, or just who could say meaner shit than someone in the pen? Trump. Mm, maybe they had, they had to pull him off of Facebook for all the mean tweets or True. Twitter. He's gone. You used to work at E-Bombs World, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Can you? I don't really know what that means, to be honest. Like, what is E-Bombs World, first of all? Oh, it's great. So E-Bombs I'm World... I'm, like, vaguely familiar. It's just, like, videos, right? Ba- like, Yeah, so before YouTube or anything, E-Bombs World was a site you could go to, and they would aggregate funny weird, things. Weird, funny things. And they would do that by downloading the thing and then just re-uploading it on the website. And oftentimes they would take people's watermarks off. They would scrub it. So everyone's just like, new E-Bombs World is this really funny website. But it was taken from like the whole internet. Because there was no like centralized place to watch funny videos. And so they just stole the videos and, and put them up. And eventually, I don't know, it shifted to um, the model now where they just embed videos from YouTube, which is perfectly legal, and just... Uh, Still, maybe steal some memes. You know, you collect memes, you put them in a gallery. Well, we we would have users upload memes. That was like the loophole. Now they're just always like shifting around. Being they're the shifty internet old school guy. My boss once described them as the cockroach of the internet. Like they'll just keep surviving, no matter what happens. 
Interesting. The cockroach of the internet. Yeah. And the people that go there now are people, a lot of them went there, you know, in 2004. And just, they're like, this is the website for me. I'm never going anywhere else. <laughs> and so they're owned by this company called Literally Media that that is an Israel-based company. Um, they buy up websites like they own Cheeseburger, E-Bombs World, Know Your Meme, Meme Base, Fail Blog. And recently they bought Cracked, which was like a big one. And so their strategy seems to be to buy websites and then fire everyone on the website and then run it as cheaply as possible to get the most ad clicks. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're just billboards, essentially. Yeah. And and they do this through posting on Facebook and stuff. I don't think I signed like anything that I can't say this stuff. Anyway, it's fine. I don't work there. But their model is clear if you go on the website. But that's the whole thing. And so my job would be to take these lists of memes, take these videos that were popping off online, and we would do A-B testing where I would give it like four different headlines. Like say it was a lady who was at the zoo. She There's a giraffe that pokes his head in. She rolls up the window on the giraffe. The, the window shatters. This is like one of my most popular so That's a good video. I've seen that yeah. one. And I think the thumbnail, I t- so you, my job would be to find a thumbnail in the video that would get people to click on it, find the best, so you could try like four different ones, and they would post it on the front page, and people would click on it, like because they were getting thousands of clicks like every few minutes. You could see which thumbnail would get the most clicks. And then you go through and do it again, uh, with the title so it's like i know this thumbnail's good and i think the one i ended up with was like lady ruins everyone's day at the wildlife park <laughs> but you could try like four different ones like uh crazy lady rolls window up on giraffe or like giraffe scares lady into rolling her window up or like boom window explodes on giraffe's neck and you just like my job all day was like writing headlines that people would click on and then testing them damn like a clickbait king. Yeah, it was it was fun. What's, like, what's for what, what it was? What's your proudest moment? Uh, what, is your, what is your greatest viral video? What did you learn about culture and the internet by doing this? I mean, a lot of those are two good questions. Uh, I I mean that that draft video did pretty well. <laughs> I also um, got their Twitch stream up and running, and we would like put it on the homepage, so we get like tons of viewers, and then we would end up getting like this bounty program where we would uh they we would get paid to play video games basically so for a while i was getting paid to play video games every once in a while which was cool um culturally what did i learn i mean mostly about people on that website um yeah i I mean i was there for so long i I feel like there's so much like i don't know the toxic comments at evolves world but then also what pops off and how like something popping off on Reddit didn't mean it would pop off if we tried it on Ebombs World. Like they definitely had this, like Schadenfreude things would make that that would that was what would work the best. So like cringe, early cringe. Yeah, or it wasn't even early cringe. I mean, it was pretty recently, but not even cringe. Like the lady who got scared and broke her car. Yeah, window. there's bad like, things happening to people. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah, so that's like what I started. Like, I mean, I guess it kind of like messed my brain up a little for a while but i was just like you know spending six hours a day looking for that type of video just all day and you would like go to go to bed and dream about (laughs) 
Luckily, window never... shattering on giraffes. Yeah, I don't think I've had any Ewob's World dreams, which is probably for the best. Yeah. Have you had any internet dreams? I mean, I might be having an internet dream right now. Yeah. You're recording. This is this is ostensibly going to go on the internet, so... I think I've had a dream recently where I was trying to text someone urgently, and I couldn't type correctly, and it just kept saying the wrong thing. Yeah, I've heard that, like, yeah. fine, you, fine you, motor skill can you goes in, in the dream. Dreams? I think that was probably why I couldn't. I was just like, what is this saying? Like, I feel like I can read in my dreams sometimes, but it's more of them just, like... There's just this knowledge of the symbols. Like, I'm not actually reading. It's mm-hmm. just, like, I know what it says, but I'm not, like, actually reading. But then if I try to actually read, then, like, you can't. I wonder if that's the same thing with people speaking to you in your dreams. Do you, like, actually hear what they're saying? Or is it you just translating, like, blobs of... You're just translating blobs, then, I mean, because you can't actually hear it, right? Because, yeah. like, there's no sound or whatever. It's like it projects right into your brain yeah. in the dream. And it also is your brain. Yeah. It also is your brain. It's your brain projecting onto itself. That's what, what we're all doing right now. We are oh, all yeah. God in drag just jerking off into this microphone collectively right now. I want to be Thor mm. for, for, for going to be gods. He's an okay one. Thor. I mean, if... I, I, w- I want to go. I would go Os- with Os- Osiris. He's a pretty good god. He's pretty good. I would go with Coyote. Okay. Or maybe Raven, but that's a little too cliche. I would probably go with Co- Coyote. Coyote is pretty sweet. Yeah. In Native American folklore. I, I go with the trickster god every time. Coco Pelli. It's a good god. Nancy. Is he a trickster? The spider? For sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if trick spiders. I don't know if spiders are tricksters. They're mostly viewed as craftsmen. Because mm. of that web. Or uh, harbingers of creativity. You know, if you see dr- if you see spiders in your dream, depending on the context, of course. Some people. I don't know if I really believe in like in just one for one dream carte, meaning. Carte blanche dream meanings, but. Uh, you know, it's some people think that if spiders are in your dreams, it's like a creative urge emerging. That you're really f- afraid of spiders. And that I, it's a terrible dream. I hate the fact that I'm going to break the fourth wall a little bit. I'm not just a prof. I'm not only a professional comedian. I'm also a pest uh, technician. I do pest control work. He doesn't want to use the e word. What exterminator? Oh, exterminator! Sure, I exterminate, but it it drives me. It, it just like really bothers me when people pay me or specifically want me to kill spiders with like pesticides. Because I'm just like, what are you fucking stupid? Like these things eat so many. Like what? Yeah. Are you, what are you doing? Like, like why am I like? There's no spiders in Western Washington that are potential or. Pot- very dangerous. You know what I mean? Like, there's no spiders that are going to like fuck your whole life up in Western Washington. Eastern Washington, you got some uh, black life fuckers. <clears throat> you got some black widows, yeah. which they're not going to fuck your whole life up. Honestly, I, I forget the detailed description of being bitten by a black widow, but it sounded kind of cool, and I thought about doing it. Like, <laughs> uh, 
it, I don't think it's going to kill you. I don't think it's, I don't think a black widow spider would kill you. I think it would just like make you feel crazy. It's like basically just doing like an insane drug more or less. Uh, have you seen the guy with the face tattoo who hangs out on third and Pike named spider? Cause oh, he'll, yeah. he'll definitely kill you. He'll definitely he kill will. You. Well, you'll either become a very <laughs> creative. He's, he's, he's a brown recluse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, that was that was that was a little good one. Um, Tim, we have fun here. Yeah, we, we have we fun have here. fun here at the Rain City Jerks podcast. But let's get real. Let's yeah. Um, dial it back in, Timmy. You run a, a show at the Crocodile, the new revamped mega cool Crocodile. Yeah, the new four story insane the hotel megaplex. with eleven rooms in it or something. Yeah. It's wild, uh, but I am down in the basement below mm. that basement. My only, they have a basement. It's below that one. The sub basement. I yes. went. I went there once. I saw Jackie Cation, and uh, they need more signage pointing that there's a comedy club down there. Because I stood in the wrong line and got rained on, and then I was like, "This can't be the right place." And they're like, "No, it's around the corner." Like, there's no indication that you're supposed to go into an alleyway to get into a yeah. comedy club, which is the right place to have the entrance for a comedy club is in the dark, scary alley. But put a sign up. Put a sign up. Yeah, they have a sandwich board, but I think they need another sandwich board. They need a mural on the side of the wall pointing down. Yeah. I think people will get the hang of it. But they, yeah. they, they, need, they need a barker. Yeah. They need someone out there barking people into the shows. That would work, too. That's what people love in Belltown is someone on the street yelling at them. <laughs> well, it's a nice reprieve to from do Spider yelling at you about a cigarette. Hey, man! <laughs> uh... So you run a show at the Crocodile in the yes. basement at the Hereafter, which used to be the Big Picture movie theater. Mm-hmm. I saw us there. It's a, they've completely changed it. It looks like a completely different place. It's amazing. Uh, we do the Croco Talk Show every fourth Sunday at six thirty, uh, and I've been trying to make it like a variety show. It's called the Croco Talk Show, but we do more variety. I make videos. We got musicians. We close out with some comedy. It's ten dollars. Way too cheap. I need to be charging more. Do you have a desk? Do you have? Do you wear a suit? Uh, I did wear a tux the first time. The second oh, wow. time, I tried to. Did you rent be- a tux? No, I have one. You, yeah. Did you get married in this tux? No. Oh wow! <laughs> I went to my friend's wedding in Scotland that I mentioned before, and they're very. Is fashionable. it a tux kilt? Uh, I should have gone with that. Some people did, but I didn't. Um, but. They're in like the fashion industry, so they hooked it up with like a nice tux for not too much. Mm, it's not bad. Um, and I wore that the first time, and then I was like, "This is insane!" And so I wore sweatpants the second time. Okay, you nice. wear sweatpants with the tux top. Oh, maybe that's or the, the tux, third step. tuxedo T-shirt. Yeah, I did feel really good in the tux. I felt like a British talk show host, like I was on QI or something. Like that. I've never worn a tuxedo. Never. Never. I bet Timmy looked very dashing. I bet he did. Did you pull your hair back into like a, a <laughs> fops bun? No, nah, I just let it ride. For the listeners, Timmy has long, flowing, curly, golden locks. Uh, they're beautiful, and uh, yeah, any, any, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I was going to say like a Irish, uh, a cocker spaniel. It's reminiscent of a cocker spaniel's ears and it looks it looks glorious that's not an insult that's no, not that's, that's not an good. insult i i did learn how to care for my hair over the pandemic because i was just letting it grow and then i noticed i had like a dread going on sure the dreaded dread yeah and so i learned how to use a big old wood comb and 
condition and use gel and stuff. Wow. I still haven't learned. Your hair looks great, though. That's what, that's what some people say. That's good. Um, so what else happens on your show? Basically, what, what, can, what can an audience member expect for coming to the Croco Talk Show? Uh, we start off with some like setup to a bit that will happen later, pay off later. And then we got the intro song, which everyone loves. It's really good. Then we have a musician come out, play some songs. Then some videos. We got the Seattle Pizza Investigators, our mainstays. We're... Uh, they're two immortal beings who are on a quest to review Seattle's restaurants on a scale of one to five pepperonis. Only pizza? Yes. We might do hot dogs at some point. Seattle Ves- Pizza Investigators Hot Dog Edition. Check it out. Okay. And then we have comics do PowerPoint presentations. We have other comics do stand-up. And then we all go home, and it's a good day. Former guest uh, and one of our most popular episodes, Zanea Kino, she did the PowerPoint, yes. correct? Yeah. yeah. She was talking about that on here. How did how did it go? It was good, yeah. She like wove in her normal set, but then would go off on these tangents about TikTok and all sorts of things. It was, it was really funny. Like She would just be like, she, she layered presentation on pe- presentation. It was very fun. She's very presentable. Mm-hmm. That's how she got her start. She would host PowerPoint parties. Oh, wow. Where you, every guest would present a PowerPoint, and she was known for these. Inter- I don't think she's she a, talked about that dynamo. on the show. No, I don't believe she did. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so you've got that show, but then you also run an open mic. Yeah. At Woodski's Bar. Big event. It's his, yeah. real, it's his real baby. Which is a ski-themed bar in what is probably arguably the heart of Ballard, yeah? Heart of Fremont. Heart of Fremont, yeah. okay. I get those neighborhoods mixed up, to be honest. Yeah, they're pretty close to each other. Yeah. And I openly admit that it's a hit or miss open mic. You never know what you're going to get. But it's like the low, it's low pressure. It's low risk, high reward. It's fun. The reward is that you bring your dog. Yeah. Truffle yeah. is always there. We're, truffle is always honestly, there. Honestly, we're a little disappointed you didn't bring Truffle to dog. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but I was disappointed. She's hanging out with Lauren. Um, yeah. That one's fun. Whitsky's is great. Who's the drunk foreign guy that shows up and just like tells like... That's Benny. He's a Fremont institution. He's He was very excited. He's going to be a, on a podcast soon. I don't know which one. But. <laughs> okay. He, we got to get him. Dino Dads. He's a Rastafarian poet, rock stacker. Now, where is he from? Is he Jamaican? I don't know. Okay. No, he's not Jamaican. He doesn't seem Jamaican. No. Did he stack all those rocks on Leary, though? Yeah. Damn, there's some good rock stacks. He stacks rocks um, and reads what? poems. I I end the show, because he always wants to be on, but I, have, I separate the comedy from uh, his poet. I'm like, that's been our comedy show, but now some words of wisdom. We've been messing with the loop pedal lately. He can just go on there and make something musical happen in like five seconds. Really? He knows how to use the pedal. Well, I turn the I use the pedal and he starts doing like these um, chants. Okay. And then it loops. This is like the most normal open mic in Seattle. If you just want to see what normal comedy is. You know what? Normal comedy is dead. This is what we need. We need to separate <laughs> Seattle comedy from other scenes where we do weird ass shit. Yeah. And your loop pedal is genius. I mean, you know. Jack's got such a boner for this loop pedal. I, I really I've do. I've heard about it so many times. I really do. Uh, I mean, y- you know, obviously you're y- borrowing from the Reggie Watts school of comedy yeah. slightly. You know, you didn't invent loop pedal comedy, but you're doing your own thing with it. And I am, I am a huge fan of it. Uh, oh, I think you. it's I think it's amazing. Uh, yeah, Reggie Watts does this thing where he's actually good with it. And then I do, 
where I'm bad with it. it You're is kind different. of it's kind of like Reggie Watts meets Andy Kaufman a little bit. <laughs> yeah. If if Andy Kaufman had a loop pedal, he would have used it. Yeah, for sure. Most comics would try to like get better at using the loop pedal. Timmy is intentionally using it worse. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> every time. You never know what's going to happen. It's a comedic effect. Yeah, and that's funny in itself. But uh, I've I've enjoyed. Do you find that you've been like writing like for the loop pedal? Like, yeah, for sure. That's why I started using it because I wrote that one song joke, and I was like, that's how I could use it differently. Like Reggie Watts does a lot of improv. I'm like writing bits that end with like a loop pedal punchline. Right. Right. The dolphin bit is great. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. The dolphin bit is really good, but like the post punk like yeah, that's ther- the, first the therapy yeah. one. Oh, yeah, that's it's, super funny. It's so funny, and people aren't expecting it either. Like you just like you just like, especially on an open mic or any showcase, really, because like everybody's just doing normal stand up for more or less and then you come out with the loop pedal and like you don't know what the fuck is about to happen and like they're just their expectations are just totally shattered yeah yeah and i hope i've done enough normal stand to, like i always like have been afraid ever since i started stand up that i'm doing it wrong in some way but like oh yeah every i think everybody thinks that we're all doing it wrong and we all are doing it wrong yeah. by the merit of doing stand up but i think that i've done it so long now that having something new creatively has like been really good so even if it's a gimmick or whatever, it's fun. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, one, like, I have a bit where I use lipstick on stage, and like, does that make me a prop comic? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I had a joke with my wedding ring for a while, and I was like, that feels like prop comedy, but it's but like even still, something so you would what? have. Or... So what? Like, prop yeah. comedy's fine. Like, I don't, I really don't understand like why it gets shit on so much. Like. Uh, someone just do unexpected things like you know what i mean like it doesn't all have to be the same like i i think seattle has a lot of really funny creative people and we can all do different weird shit like like bobby higley's show safe word like that's like not normal stand not normal stand-up uh check out that show if you're in seattle and want to see some weird comedy it's like uh kink themed comedy i did it once uh you go out and you do stuff and then at some point bobby starts doing kinky stuff to you i had to put on a dog mask and like walk around and like bark and then yeah it was did you keep doing your set or did you just embrace the kink at that point were people just laughing at the kink or were they laughing at there i mean I, i was doing a mix of like riffing and then like I could maybe steer it into a joke and do material, then go back to a riff. And I did a great, I mean, you know, I had a, a great set. Uh, I ate cereal out of a dog bowl. Uh, I let someone in the audience walk me around a little bit. I sniffed Bobby's butt and uh, it was great. Sounds like a riot. It was, it was fun. What kind of cereal? It was Cocoa Puffs, and for the sake of art and for the sacrifice of art, I, I ate. Got uh, that gluten. I ate some gluten. Got not that much. Gluten. Not some, not much, but I did. He wanted it to look like kibble, you know what I mean? I bet I bet they had non-dairy milk, though. There was no milk. It was just dry. No milk, just, just dry. dry. Oof, that's yeah. tough. Yeah, it was, I, I preferred with the no milk. That would have been hard with a neoprene dog mask on. Yeah, that's true. It gets messy. Neoprene, is that what Nalgene's are made of? I don't know. <laughs> neoprene is like... Uh, uh, wetsuit material, oh, essentially. See. Stretchy, synthetic stuff. Maybe I can host the Croc show in that. That would be... A wetsuit? Yeah, wet tuxedo. Wet tuxedo? Get some flippers? 
Yeah. Snorkel. Your marine biologist joke would really hit. Yeah. Your wife, she's a marine biologist, right? Yeah, well, yeah, she has her master's in marine science, and she works on the San Juan Clipper as a nat- whale naturalist. Oh, wow. That sounds lovely. So if you ever want to see some whales, check out the San Juan Clipper. Is she, like, totally yeah. jaded on whales now, or is she... No, she's, she like, still obsessed has with them, the mystique. Yeah. yeah, that's partly why we moved to Seattle. Like, yeah. Is her favorite whale an orca? Yes. Technically, it's a dolphin, right? got to get her some, yeah. uh, some Lisa well, Frank folders. I think she's told me this recently. All dolphins are whales, but not all whales are dolphins. But orcas are the largest dolphin, which are the type of whale. Okay. I I won't argue. I don't know enough about it, and you're married to a marine biologist. I thought dolphins were separate from whales, but maybe, like, what do I know? I just know that, or I just know that killer whales, orcas are, yeah, the largest dolphin. Yeah. And arguably, one of the baddest creatures in the ocean. I mean, it's one of the best. Yeah, sea wolves. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Sea wolves. What's like, the smallest dolphin? Probably the Amazonian. Is there one. one like the size of your pinky finger? Those ones that I swam with in Hawaii are pretty small. They're called spinner dolphins. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll jump out of the water and spin. Yeah, it's they're wild. little guys. That's not because you can spin them on your dick. I mean, you could. Could you? I bet they Dude, still... Dude, dolphins are so horny. Well, I know, but I bet dolphins, like, weigh a lot. I bet you'd have a hard time, like, manhandling a dolphin spin. Well, no, because you'd be fucking them in the water. Oh. So the laws of physics are slightly different. So you just hold on and let the dolphin spin. Yeah. Okay. Like with a real, actual life I mean, spinner. We know that that woman jerked off some dolphins in the ketamine experiments. Mm-hmm. We, you know what I'm talking about? Or they were as- LSD, I think. There's a sec- doctor yeah, yeah, who yeah. flooded a house. Right. Yeah, I, know, I know what you're talking yeah. about. It got them all jacked up on, I thought it was ketamine, maybe it's ketamine and LSD. But either way, yeah, formed like a psychic link with the dolphins and like they got bored with just food. So she started jerking them off to motivate them. And then Lauren has a book from him because San Juan Island is like full of like marine scientist people. And she went to a used bookstore and she had like, she has an early edition from that scientist. Oh, like, hell book. yeah. She also found a book. Sorry, slight tangent, but it's a. Uh, this lady who believes that dolphins are aliens. Oh, yeah, I know that. I've heard that theory. I've heard that theory. Joan Ocean is yeah, her name. Yeah, she lives like in Arizona or something, right? This lady lives in Hawaii, and they would go out and sw- swim with the spinner dolphins. But if you go on our website now, it's like you can no longer s- legally swim with them. You think but that's her real these- last name? I, d- <laughs> I don't know. She was born Joan Land and decided dolphins were her thing. Joan Ocean. John Lilly. That's the guy that did the dolphin acid yeah, experiments. Yeah, that is him. Yeah, he also invented the isolation tank. Oh yeah, and the movie Altered State, Altered States, is roughly based on his life. Maybe completely based on his life, but like, I think it's, I think it's loosely because there's a scene where a man turns into a, a early proto hominid and emerges from the uh, isolation tank. Oh my gosh. Because he felt that way. It's a great movie, Altered States. Check it out. But yeah. Uh, how many do you think male scientists are banging female dolphins? I mean, it seems like jerking a dolphin off would be way harder than having coitus with a marine mammal, right? You know, I mean, there's a long history of people jerking off animals. Yeah, and the animal story. Yeah, I mean, it goes back as far as animals have existed, probably. Yeah. As long as there's been animal dicks, someone's been jerking them off. Right, but Since how many the dawn of opposable thumbs? How many male doctors are banging their female dolphins? At least eighty percent. 
Eighty percent. That's probably why people get into the field. Probably, probably. Because dolphins are horny, dog. Dolphins are way. Dolphins horny. are fucking horny. That's why you can't swim with them anymore. Yeah, when my mom was in Belize, she swam with dolphins, and the people told her they were like, "Don't touch the dolphins because you might start something that you don't intend on finishing." But they, they, yeah. will, they will. Yeah. And getting you know ganged on by a dolphin. Not the worst way to go. Not the worst way to go. That's probably pretty bad. Getting dolphin bukkakied. <laughs> Means no. <laughs> Wild stuff. Uh, you got any dates to promote? You got anything coming up? Just the Croco Talk Show on April 24th. And Is there a way people can get tickets? And- yeah, I've been linking. If you, I bought the website crocotalkshow.com, and it'll just link directly to the tickets. It's on April 24th, and then we have our next episode will be May 22nd with Curtis Cook, who is in town. Oh, who's that? Great. He's a L.A. comedian now. He's from Portland. He's worked on, like, The Daily Show, I think. Some crazy stuff. He's really funny. He's super funny. Who else is going to be on that? Um, I'm not 100% sure yet. I just have Curtis locked in. Oh, my friend Ashley Holmes. Recently went to Africa to help a cheetah sanctuary um, create promotional materials. So they, like, filmed cheetahs. So she's going to do a presentation about animals. Cheetahs, specifically, yeah? Maybe all animals. She's okay. kind of... She's she's had an interesting career trajectory doing videography for wildlife. Is she an anti-poacher? Does she get out in the field with, like, a machine gun? Um, I don't, I don't, I think she just documents it. She's just got a camera. Okay. She's a, a peaceful animal fan. Jay has a friend who protected, what, elephants? Rhinos. Rhinos or something. Yeah. Former military went over yeah. there and just slept next to rhinos with a machine gun. Jeez. That's cool. Rode the rhinos around. Yeah. That's not true. With the machine they, rode, they rode ostriches. They, they mounted machine guns on the rhinos. That's the start of like a apocalyptic movie. This that that's the start of it, and then the apocalypse happened. He's like, "We got to team up, rhino, to survive the zombie horde." Mm. He was riding around rhino, machine gun, half man, half. Got a radioactive horn. I went. Uh, the I went Quentin Tarantino direct this, or maybe the other guy, Death Proof, whichever. Rodriguez. One. Yeah. Yeah, I think he could do a good job. He could do a good job. I just saw everything everywhere all of the time, I think that's called. Yeah, oh, I I wanted to go see it. How was it? It was amazing. It was they amazing. should direct it. Okay. They can direct they should direct everything. Those two guys. Every movie. Who who did that? It's the same people that made Swiss Army Man. I don't think I saw that. And they also directed the uh Turn Down for What music video where everyone's humping the air. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I'm unfamiliar. I just uh, realized that connection, and it makes total sense. There's some good, uh, <laughs> good filthy humor in there, mixed along with like real emotions and psychedelic weirdness, and it's good. All right, yeah, I should. I I saw the trailer for it. And I was like, I want to go check that out. We saw it at uh, AMC Ten right here in oh, the that's the University one I go to. District, that's the one know? I go to. It's it's good. They got the weed store right across yeah. the street. One time I went to the weed store and I got a, a drinkable, a weed drinkable, and I thought I was being smart with it. I'm just going to drink half. I drank like 80% of it Oof. and had just like 
a full on panic existential dread attack while watching uh I don't even remember what movie I was watching now and Trolls 2. Yeah. Yeah, what movie was it doesn't matter. But yeah, it was I was like Somebody died, and I was like, "I wonder what it's like to die." And that just like spun, <laughs> that just like spun me off into like some. I don't even remember what movie I went to go see. Up, <laughs> yeah, it was up. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for Sweet. coming. Yeah, yeah. it's been fun, Timmy. Uh, Timmy's doing some hard work on his socks right now. Yeah, I got holes in both my some socks. sweet big toe holes. Come to Woodskis on Tuesday at what seven thirty? Seven, seven, or at seven thirty if you happen to show up. And uh, that's a good one. Go to the Croco Talk Talk Show. And Keep wanting to say Croco Taco. I know Croco Taco. I had thought about calling it the Taco Bell Town. Ooh, like talk of Bell Town, but also Taco Bell Town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah with an apostrophe. Yeah, like an Irish bar. Mm-hmm. Come check Timmy out. You got any social media stuff? Um, I th- I just we, changed. we have a real audience. We have like about fifty people that listen to us. So we got people in Russia, Pakistan, Israel, New Zealand, Mexico. And that's all fifty of them. You just named <laughs> one per country. Uh, Timmy Boothy is my Instagram. I just changed it. Oh, that's a good one. And then I also changed my Twitter to match to at Timmy Boothy. Timmy Boothy. Timmy Boothy. Come to a show. Meet truffles. Yes. Learn about whales. Yes. Uh, you got anything? Uh, should people buy our stickers or uh, first wave not really for sale? What do, you, what do you think? I mean, you know what? If you're listening to this, some people, they already know they're going to get a package soon. Uh, if you're listening to this and you want stickers, send us a message on our uh, Instagram, Rain City Jerks Instagram, and we'll we'll figure out a we'll way. figure to, it out. We'll figure yeah. out a way to get you some. We want you to have these stickers. They're you hot. Stick they're them anywhere. Cool. I went out flyering today. I stuck a bunch of stickers around. Oh. Let's see what happens. I put some in some choice bathroom locations. Okay. Nice. Uh, that's where you want to put a good sticker. And it's a good logo. It's a good name. I think there needs to be more things called Rain City blank. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's just us in the masturbation club so far. Yeah. Rain City Jerkers. So that's it for this episode of Rain City Jerks. Thanks for listening, all you jerk babies. Uh, hit us up on social media. We'll, we'll interact with you. All right. Love you. Bye.